Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we living on this fine Saturday morning? Uh, you know, it's a little early for me, but I'm glad we get to do this. Yeah. Uh, I've read some of the comments from the show. Okay. We got a lot of we got a lot of gambles, not a lot of goofs. Oh. We we definitely so do our, our share of goofing, I can promise you that. <laughs> so I will I will probably share this goof that I had last night. Yes, Easily. I'm very excited. You texted and I didn't want to know beforehand. So I don't know what you're about to say, but I know that you were worried about should you say it, which makes me very excited, obviously. Yeah, I probably should have ran this by you before we started. But if you're uh, if you're not, what is it? If you're kind of sick to the stomach, don't listen to this. Oh this boy. is one of the nastier moments of my life. So <laughs> I don't know if you know know this or not, but here in Austin, we went through our like yearly freeze, where yep. the world shuts down. Mm-hmm. All right, so we finally made it out of that. Now, some of the sad parts of this little freezing is that like. A lot of like really shitty rinkety down businesses fall apart. So there's this bar that is an absolute shithole that we know and love. This isn't Snuffy's. I would have said it was Snuffy's. This is no. an even shittier bar. I, Snuffy's yeah. is like a five star restaurant compared to this place. <laughs> okay. So I get picked up. It's kind of in the middle of the nowhere. Mr. Tomo picks me up. So I'm in his car just to kind of explain the situation. We go, we're in the bar. We were double-checking because we were told it may be shut down for good. We stop by, we see the open sign, we're like, oh, thank God, let's go in. So we go in, looks like it just fucking hurricane went through because of all the busted pipes and things like that. But bar's still open, still functional, so we were getting our Lone Stars and a couple whiskey shots here and there. That's really all it is. But this poor bartender's explaining the story about like how the whole bar is falling apart, it's disgusting, this freeze is terrible. Then, as I'm listening to the story, my body hits me. I have the gurgles in my stomach. Everything in my body, I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting to, like, I'm almost, I'm about to shit my pants. So I do everything in my power not to shit my pants. I'm listening to this lady, so I'm like, all right, fuck it. I got to go to the restroom. Now, here's the issue. There's about eight people in this bar. We're at 100% capacity. The door to the bathroom does not shut. <laughs> I am literally like trying to figure out how to shut it, and you can hear me just trying to pull on this door, and I go, fuck it. I'm doing an open door. Because it's either shit in my pants or shit in the this, toilet. This, by the way, it's, it's... is actually like my personal nightmare because I I don't even really poop in public, I'll be honest. I, I'm, a, I am a, I'm in general a... I can't go to the restroom in public. Yeah. And especially shitty bars like this. It's one of my biggest nightmares. But, like, I'm literally sweating my fucking body's, like, having compulsions because I'm about to do this. So, anyways, I'm like, fuck it. I'm sitting down. Literally piss out my asshole. I don't don't even think it was a solid shit. It's just water coming out. And then I'm checking everything, and I realize none of the water is fucking on in this restroom. So, I'm trying to flush. It's not flushing. I'm looking for any kind of thing to clean myself up with. There's no toilet paper. There's no nothing. There's no paper towels. I literally pick my pants up, go to the women's restroom, clean up there. And then that's when it hit me. 
This bar is so fucking small that the entire bar reeks. So then I go back to the bar next to Tom and I go, dude, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and this lady's still telling the story about how the bar almost like collapsed on itself during the freeze. And I'm like, dude, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. He's like, dude, shut up. We're fine. We're, I'm gonna drink this and we're... And it literally hits everybody at a different moment, the stink. There was two guys that literally like started gagging and throwing up almost. And then they just leave. They walk out on this thing. I have a guy to the right of Tama going, you know what? Fuck this. I'm closing out. This is awful. <laughs> and I'm like getting a chain reaction of embarrassment of like, oh my god, I, I'm, I'm the problem. It's me. It, anyways, so that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Let's like just imagine one by one, everybody walks out. They're like, "Fuck this, I'm out." And then the bartender is the last one. They're like, "Fuck it, it could just die." And then she walks out. <laughs> That's exactly what probably happened. Because I mean, this bar was open for it was three o'clock when they opened. We got there at four, and just people were just happy that it wasn't freezing cold. Let's go get a drink at our local shithole. Dude. In the first eight people to visit the bar that day, one of them took a shit and smoked the bar. Yeah, no, this is like my fucking nightmare. This is real life what happened. I, and I was literally like, Tom, we got... I was... Before this is all happening, I was like, Tom, give me your fucking keys. I need to go back to your house and go pick up something. I was like, no, that's weird. We'll go later. I'm like, dude, just give me your fucking keys. I'm like, I'm doing anything to not... Anyway, well, so yeah, I'm back to like so, being traumatized, going to the public restrooms. So, I, I mean, in this scenario, I blame Tomo, right? He could have avoided all of this. But he yeah. was a, a selfish I, Sally. Sally. I blame the bar with not a functioning uh, plumbing Toilet. system. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything that, uh, I guess, obscene. Although I did, this was probably a little over a week ago. When you when I go into work, I have a there's like a um, recycling dumpster that's like inside. Uh, it's not inside, but it's I don't know, 15 feet from our employee entrance uh, in the back. And normally, you know, it's just closed because nobody, you know, only once a day does anyone need to go out there and recycle anything. But the other day, I show up to work, and it's like 11 a.m., and I'm walking in, I'm on my phone texting, not paying attention, and the the lid is back, you know, it's opened all the way, so it's just hanging off the back, and I don't see it, and I run into it, hit my head, right? Okay, that's, you know, embarrassing, I guess, but, you know, it can happen to anybody. Uh, like, three hours later, I have to go on a run to Publix to grab something, and I walk out the door... And I'm on my phone again, and I hit it again coming from the other side. And then I was like, all right, this is a sign. I am not texting and driving today. I am making sure that my eyes are on the road because what the hell? How did I hit the same dumpster twice? You fucking Looney Tune character. Jesus, did you step on the (laughs) rake and it hits you too? (laughs) That's kind of what it felt like. Actually, the first time hurt worse than the second time, but yeah. Um, cool. Nice. Uh, well, gambling-wise, I don't think we have too many uh, goose. It's been a, a decent enough week, other than I know we had one rough day there. Um, 
What do you want to start with? You want to start with the uh, NFL we got later today? Yeah, let's go NFL, get the playoffs going. Okay. I got uh, Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore, nine and a half point favorites over under 43 and a half. Uh, CJ Stroud and the boys uh, against uh, Big Trust. What do you got? I mean, is it because I, I, I've been a very big uh, Stroud boy on the show the entire time, and I feel dirty doing this, but I've seen a lot of the public hop on this Texans plus nine and a half. I think the Russ versus Russ argument's going to get to the heads of the Ravens. I think they're going to ball out. I think the Ravens end up winning by like 20. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think the most likely scenario is a Ravens blowout. Um, I'm trying to see here if they have specials here based on uh, winning margin. What would that be under? Yeah, uh, I'm realistically like, I think we are pretty surprised with how the the Texans beat up on the Browns. Now, looking back at it, it's like, okay, the whole world is on the Browns. Probably the books knew a little bit better than we do. But I feel like we kind of have a similar situation here. A lot of people are on the Texans. Not enough people on the Browns or the Ravens. So I'll probably take the, uh, the book side of things and just go against the public. Margin of victory. Let's look. Ravens by 7 to 12 points. Is plus three fifty. Ravens by thirteen to eighteen plus four twenty five. Nineteen to twenty four points plus nine hundred. Almost more than twenty four. You're going the nineteen to twenty four. No, what's twenty five to thirty one or whatever? Oh, twenty five to thirty would be. I'm sorry, twenty five to thirty is plus nine hundred. Nineteen to twenty four is plus six hundred. Yeah, I wish the 19 and 24 was a little bit more. I'd say, you know, just sprinkle a little bit on that and uh, 25 to 30. I don't know. To me, it just feels like it could it could be, you know, uh, a young team on the road against an experienced Baltimore defense. Why couldn't this be a 34 to 7, 37 to 7 type game? But Yeah, and yes. I, I kind of completely agree with that. I, it's, I think the experience does kick in a little bit. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, the Texans are definitely uh, an offense that can put up big, big plays. So we'll see how they can do against that uh, Ravens defense. Okay. Uh, anything else you got as far as uh, props or anything for that game? Uh, no, I'd probably lay low on the first game just because I'm. It's still kind of confusing why the Texans are even in this spot. Yeah. Which is completely okay. It's just like ah, I don't want to take any like. I do think this is going to be a lower game, lower scoring game. I just think the Ravens' defense is pretty immaculate at this point. It's probably the best defense remaining in the playoffs. Yeah, I really don't want to bet any props that way. Um, one that I do like in this game, I like um a uh, same game parlay, uh, Dalton Schultz and Isaiah Likely. Uh, over on the re- receiving yards, Schultz is only 32, likely is 36 and a half. I'm looking at that's plus 220. Um, like, he's... yeah, they've already ruled out Mark Andrews for the game, so it is a normal uh, Isaiah likely uh 
so low performance. Um, and then you know, Dalton Schultz, I feel like the Ravens D is going to be like, all right, Nico Collins, you're not beating us. Uh, you know, exactly. might be a lot of dink and dunk. So, okay. Uh, next up, we have the Green Bay Packers against the San Francisco 49ers. Niners are favored by 10. Over under is 50 and a half. Um, I mean, the Packers have definitely been playing well, but I don't know. I don't know that I can bet on the Packers, no, even can. though I, um, I would love to. But I would personally, kind of like we were talking about, what margin of victory wins, I would sprinkle a little bit on the 25 to 35 points the 49ers win by, or the 31 to 36 points. Oh, wow. You think it's super blowout. I'm thinking this is going to be embarrassing. Now, I hate the Packers with all my being. Uh, what they did last week was a fucking pipe dream. That will never happen again to them in their lives. I am so fucking sick and tired of hearing Jordan Love might be the next coming of Jesus Christ. He did nothing that was fucking impressive in that game. He played up against a Cowboy defense, which just shit the bed. I don't know if I go quite that far, but okay. You that just think he's a little overrated. I a little bit, yeah. I, oh, Jesus Christ, can you see the way he did this? The guy had fucking nobody around him for. It was like the, everybody was thirty yards away from this receiver. I can't. Luke Musgraves, that one play where he's just so fucking open. That wasn't a Jordan Love spectacular play, dude. I could have made that toss. I'm annoyed. I hate Jordan Love. I think that's just bias kicking out. But no, I think this gets embarrassing. I would say 49ers win by like 20 to 30 points. The Niners are going to end up winning by 17 to 21. But um, I don't, I mean, to me, I don't see any reason not to put the Ravens and Niners in a tease. Just do a simple. Like fucking three points, right? Yeah. I mean, if you do a seven point tease, you're getting Ravens minus two and a half, which is great because. Me, I just feel like the Ravens always win an adjusted and Tucker field goal. So <laughs> anytime I can get it less than three on the Ravens is great. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Niners minus three. Uh, I feel like that one is, is fairly safe uh, as yeah, far as this goes. Like, so I feel healthy with that. I feel like you could put the, put the mortgage on that type of teaser. Yep. Um, let me see here. I did have one prop that I liked. And it's also another, uh, what do you call it, tight end prop. Uh, Luke Musgrave, over 19 and a half receiving yards. Yep, um, Yep, he's had it, I think, four of his last five games. Um, and, you know, game script here, they should be down. They should be passing. I don't think this is a Aaron Jones ground and pound game. Um, so, yeah, give me Luke Musgrave, over 19 and a half receiving Okay, cool. Uh, on to Sunday morning. We got the Bucks and the Lions. Lions minus six, over under 49 and a half. What do you got for this one? This one's kind of an interesting game. I kind of, I think this will be the one I will watch the most. What was the spread for you? Six. Okay. So I think that is a little too big for the Lions. Um, I think the Lions went outright, but I think the Buccaneers can hang within a touchdown. 
If you think the Buccaneers are going to hang in this one, how do you feel yeah. about the over? I feel like it will go over. I think this is a, what, 28-24 type game? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, I hmm. think this will be close. I think Baker, Baker's been playing lights out lately. Uh, Lions defense isn't the greatest in the world. I personally think that this will be a lot closer than we think. Both offenses are kind of clicking mm-hmm. at the right time. I mean, got to think of it this way. Baker Mayfield had a few drop passes that wasn't his fault. He would have probably had like four or five touchdowns and like 600 yards. And that was against a very kind of similar, I wouldn't say the Lions defense is as bad as the Eagles, but I think they're very similar in some ways. I think they will keep it close. The I think the big difference is that, well, this powerhouse offense with like David Montgomery, Gibbs, Laporta, and uh, the Sun God at this point, I think they're going to actually absolutely have like the advantage here just with a better offense. So I think Lions win, Buccaneers cover. I think it's a field goal game, and I would potentially take the over. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't hate any of that at all. Um, yeah, I don't have any props yet for that game, um, other than maybe Jared Goff over one and a half touchdowns, um, and maybe a Baker over one and a half touchdowns as well. Um, okay. Uh, last, we got the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, Bills are minus two and a half point favorites. Uh, they finally get to get the Chiefs at home in the playoffs. Uh, minus 150 money line over under 45 and a half. Where are you leaning with this one? Give me the Bills minus two and a half. If not now, then when? It'll never happen, right? Yeah. So I will gladly take the Bills. I mean, they were 13 seconds away from winning several times, right? Something weird always happens in this game. I think I think the luck of the Chiefs is done for this year. Now, I'm not saying next year they're going to be fucked shit out of luck. I think Bill's defense a little bit better. Chiefs have the drops. It's going to be a Kadarius-Tony drop pass. It's going to be the issue and the reason why they lose. I think we can already see it in the future, and like that's going to be an issue. I think we can already see the ESPN tagline. It's like, do we need to cut Tony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like the Bills, minus two and a half. Uh, I would even take the under on this game as well. Weather's shitty. They're asking for snow picker-uppers again. Mahomes is so good in the snow, though. That's uh, one of the things that would make me a little nervous. But um, Yeah, otherwise, uh, I do like, I like the Dalton Kincaid over. I like the uh, Rasheed Rice uh, over as well. Um, I'm staying away from the, the Kelsey stuff. I just don't. No, he don't is know. really falling off. And I say that he's still got like a thousand yards and a few touchdowns. So it's pretty good for a tight end. Yeah. But he has definitely fallen off as like a borderline, like wide receiver five in the fantasy world to now like yep. tight end three or two. De- definitely. A, I think, uh, I think he might be close to the end here. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe he rides off in the sunset with his brother. Uh, this offseason, but um, okay. All right, I got a little uh, teaser for you. You you tell me what you think. You can get the Ravens basically pick them. Niners pick them. Bucks-Lions over 39. And Chiefs-Bills over 35. And that is plus 100. Fucking send it. 
I I'm just staring at it, going, "All right, how do I how do I lose?" You know, like. How did you do that to get it at uh, plus one hundred? It's a it's a ten point teaser, and I don't know how it's plus one hundred. I've it's four. I mean, obviously it's four. You know, it, the uh, ten point teaser is designed typically to be a three uh, bet. Uh, yeah. Bet, uh, but I don't know for some reason the hard rock lets me do four, and when I do four, I get it at plus 100. I'm literally over here going, like How the hell did you do that? But yeah, no, send that. That's a good put us put a whole unit on that. It's Niners money line basically, and then Bucks Lions to get to at least 40 points, and the Chiefs Bills to get at least 36 points. Um, yeah, there's a little teaser for the week. Um, okay, anything else uh, you got for NFL? No, I'm done. Um, I've I've been sprinkling 49ers Super Bowl this entire time. Uh, yep. Next week's the first time I probably will hedge that with like uh, whoever wins the AFC games. Put a little on both of those. But other than that, I got nothing. Now, there's I, I kind of want to get into college basketball because I haven't really taken a good look yet. Maybe we can go through this together. Well, first, uh, the big game today, we got Baylor and Texas. Yeah. Um, what the fuck is going on with this game? Texas is favored. By minus three two and a half. on my book. Minus two and a half on my book. Uh, minus 150 money line against the number nine team in the country. Look, and I, I, I get this whole, okay, uh, home, like, because a lot of ranked teams are struggling on the road. That has been the story of 2023-2024 basketball season. Um, Texas has been absolute shit at home. We lost to a not-a-good Texas Tech team. We've lost to a not-a-good UCF team when we were up 15 points. We have been fucking embarrassing in the news. I, I Rod Terry, Rod T over there is offended by a fucking horns down here and there. Dude, we're Texas. Even if we're not playing in the game, we will still see horns down. Just fucking move on. It's the 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 narrative of like oh Texas people are soft because they see that and they get offended. I don't give a fuck. It's literally the only thing I ever see on any game ever. I was watching FDU and some other school I've never heard of Stony Hill, and I saw a kid do the horns down there. I don't give a shit. Routy needs to fucking suck it up and move on. I think we're I think I'm ready to move on from him. He's been awful this year. Give me Baylor plus three. And I'm sure this is a weird trap bet, too. I don't know. I mean, if they're on a neutral site, do you think Baylor wins more than Texas wins? No, I don't really think it matters. I think Texas is not a good program. Baylor is. Well, there you go. Even at home, Texas has not been good. We have we have struggled at home. I, I just don't get the line. I'm sure... Because I'm shitting on Texas right now on the show, I'm sure I'll text somebody saying Texas sucks when they ask me about the spread. They're gonna win outright today. I just I would not put my money on this shitty team. Um, I got one, uh, and I've been talking a lot about this the past couple of weeks, but Kentucky, right, near and dear to my heart. This Kentucky team can score a hundred every game. We also usually give up a lot of points. I can't tell you how many times it's been like a 190 point over. Today, we have Georgia at home. 
Um, I don't see any good reason not to take over 162. Um, Of course, I would love it a little bit lower, um, but at this point, I'm just hitting Kentucky overs. They're the new Oreo overs for me um, because it's just a run-and-gun team that pretty much is kind of how Calipari has always wanted uh, us to be. And it's, you know, real quick, it's it's NBA style. It's, uh, hey, you're open, just shoot it. There's not really much work around and, and you, you know, look for this matchup. Um, and that leads to a lot of points and then obviously leads to a lot of uh, defensive miscues as well. So, um, yeah. Give me My a, biggest concern there is that Georgia is just not a good team. Yeah, but, I mean, what's the lowest? Let me see. I usually see Kentucky in the 150s to 140s. I think this is one of the higher ones I see. Yeah. But I think the reason I mean, why Georgia's seen... 13 and 4. They're not terrible. No, Actually, they're, they're... Not, but Let me see. We have the least amount of points we've given up. And Two months ago, scored 66. That was the least. Everybody else has scored at least 73. Oh, no, that was us. Uh, everybody else has scored at least 70 on us. Um, and obviously, like, you know, we dropped 118 on Marshall, 101 on Stony Hill. Like, this is a team that can get to triple digits. Uh, we just gave up 97 at Texas A&M. <laughs> that was a double overtime game, though. Let's. Okay. Well, you know. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I still feel good about it. I'm still locking it in. Yeah. Send it. Hold up. Let me look at this real quick. Dude. All right. I wanted to look up the Kentucky team total. Can you give me that number? My book is making me log back in. It's going to take me a few minutes. Yes. One got to scroll back down here. Points. Over 88 and a half. Oh, here it is. Uh, 88 and a half, yes. Think that's good? <laughs> Pretty fucking high. It's a high total. <laughs> it's a high total. Uh, you know, it's essentially a ninety-point total, which we've hit, but it's 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 on the mark that we just hit. You know, it doesn't make me think necessarily the odds are in my favor. Could we hit that? Absolutely. I only like to bet, you know, when I think I have a little bit of an advantage uh, as far as knowledge, uh, and that one's right about where it should be. Um, okay, you got anything else for college basketball? Give me two seconds. I had a list. I'm just trying to... My computer basically died but didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, elsewhere, you know, I'm looking at a little Australian Open here. Uh, ooh, Zara and Cam Nori. That's going to be a, a good one. Um... Wow. Oh, I like Arkansas money line. I think I texted you. Oh yes, early. yes you did. You texted us yesterday. We put that out. Uh, I'm sure you put it on the Discord too. Yeah. Um, 
we texted us it was minus 140. I believe it's minus 160. Minus 168 on my book right now. Uh, my It's jumping up to minus 170 on most, so hopefully if y'all listen to Minus 175 on Hard Rock right now. Yeah, no, I, I saw the line. I was like, all right, that's too good to be true. South Carolina's not a good program, and it's at Arkansas, and Arkansas at home is a different animal. Got to take that. You're getting a really good value there. Um, SMU Tulsa over 143. I like that. Both are two pretty high-scoring teams. I feel like that's a little low. Okay. Uh, West Virginia playing Kansas. They're in West Virginia. They're getting 10 points. I'll take West Virginia plus 10, double digits. I think Kansas has been pretty squirrely in their last couple of games. They've kept it really close. I think West Virginia potentially has a chance to upset the world here and take down Kansas, so I do like that. Uh... Going to our mid-majors. Give me Fordham plus two. They're catching two. And then uh, Green Bay and North Kentucky. Give me the under on that game. Pretty low pace of teams there. High total. I think that's a mismatch there. Over Under 138 and a half. I think you could easily see this game being a 50 to 50 style game. Um, let's see here. Cool. Anything else you got? Nope, that is it for me today. There's a lot of good basketball games. Don't bet the board. Don't go crazy. Just keep with keep with them with your own your reach there. All right. Uh, what about uh, Australian Open or NHL? Anything? Um. See, my fucking book sucks, dude. I don't have lines to see Australian Open. Let me check on Fandle real quick and see if anything screams out at me. Um, I would say the most interesting one is, you know, late tonight. Uh, the Taylor Fritz versus, I don't even know how to say his last name. Stefano's Tispicos or some shit like that. Yes. It started at minus 170, and there's been a lot of money put on Fritz. Taylor Fritz, um, yeah. It's down to minus, minus 145. I'm not a Fritz guy. I think Fritz really kind of chokes in these kind of later rounds of the matchups and tournaments. Uh, give me Stefanos minus two. Keep it simple. Um, uh, I also kind of like center right here at minus six and a half. I think he could yeah. easily win this in about four, three sets. I mean, he's a minus 1,000 on the money line, uh, so definitely a huge favorite. Uh, ah. Rubble. 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 Yeah. Would be another decent one at minus two. I think that's a little low. Uh, but I'm looking at, I mean, I'm not taking Jokovic. That's too high of a number for me to even think about. But right now, I feel like it's got to take the favorites for men's right now. Interesting. Uh, there's a little bit of there's some props here that are kind of interesting. Uh, who will go furthest? Um, bet between Medvedev and Sinner. Medvedev is minus 125. Sinner minus 110. And then there's one who will go furthest: Djokovic versus Alcaraz. And Djokovic minus 190. Alcaraz plus 135. There. 
Those are fun little bets. I don't if think Alcaraz really... will do it here. I, I I think he's more of your clay core guy. And so is Djokovic. I mean, yeah. Eh. Yeah, not just a fun, fun one there. Yeah, that, not necessarily too fun to, because I have no idea which one to pick. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of scrambling around here. Side of if you were to pick a winner of the tournament and it's Djokovic. not Djokovic. Oh. <laughs> well, Djokovic is minus 125 right now um, to win the entire thing. Uh, Alcaraz, 195, Sinner. 350, Medvedev, 575, and then you get into the fun territory. Zarif, uh 16 to 1. And then there's a bunch of people there. Yeah, I'd take Sinner at plus 350 right now. I think at the beginning of this, he was plus 700 as a kind of a, not necessarily a dark horse, but one of the topper favorites. So I'd still probably take Sinner at that point. And Nori and Taylor Fritz are both 100 to 1. Yeah, don't take those fucks. Five, six, seven, eight. There's only 16 people left, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Sinner has been Jokovic before, so I, I don't think that's too crazy to think that he could win this whole thing. Oh, yeah, plus 350. That's not terrible. Um, okay. Um, all right, what else you got? Uh, let's go to hockey. I got a couple picks here. Nothing spectacular. Just okay. waiting... For my computer to load. See, my computer died, so now I'm on the couch trying to charge up. So I'm in a different location. It's just take me a fucking while to get anything to work now. Game today. Lightning and Sabres at 1230. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, take the Lightning right now. Sabres are very hot and cold. I think you're getting a good value at the Lightning. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Avalanche, but they're very, they're on this weird downward spiral. Um, getting the Canucks at home against the Leafs. This is a good battle of Canada here. Uh, but the Canucks at home at minus one thirty—that's really good value. I take that. Um, give me the Dallas Stars against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Devils are pretty banged up, and they have not looked too great. So I like the stars of minus one thirty-five. Um, Ducks and Sharks—that's going to be an interesting one. Probably stay away, but if you really want to have some fun, take the Sharks plus one and a half at minus two thirty-three. Add that to one of your parlays. Sharks and the Shark Tank are pretty good, just awful everywhere else. Uh, give me the Kings minus one twenty at home. The Rangers have also been. When you look at the record, you'd be like, oh, this should be a good team. But every time you watch them, they lose. I don't know how it works. I don't know what universe we're living in where the record looks good, but they would look terrible on the ice. So, yeah, give me the Kings minus 120 at that as well. There's a lot of good games today. These are pretty good uh, matchups. There's no huge. There's only one huge favorite, which is uh, Bruins at home versus Canadians. Yeah, no, and that. And I'd probably even stay away, maybe even sprinkle the plus one and a half on the Canadians right now. Bruins have been looking pretty rough as well lately. Uh, now, uh, I have this bet that I did on FanDuel the very beginning of January. And it was simply who would have the most points for the month. 
of January. So I went to go look that up, looked up all the schedules. The Oilers were at plus 44, uh, 4,400. They are now, hopefully the odds are still up so I can see if that's even changed. But the last I looked, they were like plus 200 now. So I, I don't know if I found a mistake or just I got really lucky. Yeah, here we go. The Canucks are at plus 140. The Oilers are plus 340 right now. So I'm having a little bit of a race here. I could close out of a good plus $400 bet there. Pretty excited on that. But that's my hockey chaser right now. Other than that, today should be a good slate. Hopefully I'll go down, go down those picks one more time. I like the Lightning money line. I like uh, actually give me the Jets money line as well against the Senators at minus 145. I like the Canucks at home money line. Give me the Dallas Stars on the road money line. Oilers money line. And then the Kings money line. What a day. Nice, okay. Do um, you have anything for the UFC tonight? No, I had to stop doing UFC. I don't even fucking know these guys anymore. I used to. It's been really hard <laughs> okay. for me to pay attention. Nice. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, the other thing, you know, women's tennis, I got Sabalenka um, as part, last part of my uh, parlay here. Um, the rest of it doesn't really seem like it's anything I really need to bet on, so to speak. Coco is minus 2,500, so no point in that one. Um, what about NBA? Anything? No, fuck it. Here, I'll give you a UFC pick. Give me Sean Strickland money, money line minus 114. Uh, let me check NBA real quick. Uh, just bet against the Spurs. Are they playing today? They're, but they're playing the Wizards. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, no, that, uh, here's what I like. Um, give me the Sixers minus ten and a half. I like the Cavs minus two and a half, and I think the Raptors beat the Knicks. That's it. Yeah, I don't know if I can do those. Um, give me the Bulls. Uh, minus eight. I might take that down to like minus six or seven. Uh, Damn, the Wizards are favorite. Did I lose you there, Joe? All right. I think I lost Joe. he is he's back <laughs> i'm really excited for when this uh the whole time i i was talking and i feel like it, the problem wasn't on my end it was on your end so there's a little uh teaser there i threw in at the end uh knowing that you couldn't hear me so we'll see if it shows up or not 
Um, cool. All right, we got anything else for today? No, I'm done. Cool, cool, cool. Good to go. Yeah, just in case uh, it was not working for me, uh, I took Bucks minus 12 and Bulls down to minus 6 for a little NBA parlay for today. Um, All right, cool. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe. Hit us up on the interwebs, Discord, Twitter, wherever you can find us. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys all have a great weekend gambling, and we'll be back early next week. Cool. Later.